Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Everybody looks forward to Thanksgiving. I know we do. And I do the whole nine yards. The turkey, the dressing, the cranberry sauce, the sautéed green beans. I invite everybody over and we have the happiest time. And I want those memories for my children, John, David, and Lucy. How can something so wonderful for so many Americans go so wrong? How wrong? Well, let's just say mom and dad get murdered and mommy's head gets severed and ends up boiling in a pot on the stove. How much more wrong can it go? How did it all go wrong? Take a listen to our friend at CrimeOnline.com, Dave Mack. Joe Guy Sr. and Lisa Guy were preparing to enjoy their retirement. In just two weeks, the pair were planning to move from Knoxville, Tennessee to Joel Guy's hometown of Sir Goinsville, about 77 miles northeast of Knoxville. Guy had recently bought the home of his deceased mother. The Thanksgiving holiday was just ahead, and plans were in the works for a major family gathering for Christmas. But after the Thanksgiving holiday, when Lisa Guy didn't show back up at work, her co-workers were worried. They tried calling. They didn't get her. So they asked police to do a welfare check. That's how it all started. You were just listening to Dave Mack, our friend from CrimeOnline.com, but with me, an all-star panel, and you know them well. First of all, Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor, author of Red Flags, and host of a brand new program live with Dr. Wendy on KCBQ Radio. She's at WendyPatrickPhD.com. Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us at the Atlanta jurisdiction you can find her at AngelaArnoldMD.com. Stephen Lampley, detective, author of upcoming book 12 and Murder on Amazon at StephenLampley.com. We often speak to medical examiners for various jurisdictions, but how often is there one guy, one doctor in charge of an entire state? 
with us the medical examiner for the state of Florida, Dr. Tim Gallagher at MathPathCareMed.com. But first, a special guest joining us. It's Yvonne Thomas out of WBIR10 News in Knoxville. Yvonne, it's so great to have you with us. I wish we were meeting under better circumstances, but when I hear double murder, I got to know all the facts. Tell me, first of all, I'm imagining myself going to a crime scene, and I take it all in. At every red light, I look around. At every turn, I check it out. I see the grocery stores. I see the buildings. I see if anybody's running up to me at the corner trying to sell me crack cocaine. Tell me about this area, because everything I found out, this was, what do we say, West Knoxville, Jack? West Knoxville, where all the rich people live, which means low crime, probably because they have all these uh, private security guards rolling around. But tell me about the area, Yvonne Thomas. Nancy, you're absolutely correct. I mean, imagine this, a beautiful, nice neighborhood. Golden View Lane is where the home sat, where the crime did take place. But a neighborhood where you could freely walk your dogs, you, you knew your neighbors, And can you imagine them coming to this area where crime really just doesn't happen very often and neighbors look outside, they see caution tape everywhere. They see police, they see detectives wearing hazmat gear going into that home. It was undescribable, unfathomable for many of those that were watching this and trying to figure out what in the world was going on. Yvonne Thomas, you just got my attention when you said hazmat gear. Guys, this is a beautiful area of Knoxville. First time I went to Knoxville, Jackie, was for the um, World's Fair, and it was incredible. Um, I think I was in law school at the time and took a weekend and went to Knoxville. Beautiful. Uh, People go there because the leaves change up in the Tennessee mountains, and it's beautiful, scenic. And this would be, I guess, the most beautiful area of a beautiful area. You don't expect to see crime scene tape wrapped around one of the mansions and people going in and out with hazmat suits. But happy Thanksgiving. That's that's what that's all about. Guys, take a listen to this. Guy Jr. spent Thanksgiving 2016 with his family. It was typical. Guy Jr. spent a, quote, smattering of holidays in this very house. This was his home. When Lisa didn't show up for work after the holiday, her co-workers were worried. You know, it's my understanding to you, Yvonne Thomas, WBIR, that the son, Joel Guy Jr., age 32, studying to be a plastic surgeon, he says, and his two or three sisters all came home. And this was to be their last Thanksgiving in the family home, the family mansion, because mom and dad, Lisa and Joel Guy, were getting ready to retire. It's my understanding they were both engineers. They'd worked their whole lives and they were finally retiring and they had bought Joel Guy's mother's home. She was deceased, so they bought out their interest in the home, everybody's interest, and were moving there and unloading the mansion. So this would have been the last Thanksgiving, and everybody gathers together at the old home place for Thanksgiving. Do I have it right so far? Yes, and picture this. 
the last Thanksgiving in that home, they took a family photo that day to commemorate there where the grandchildren are in the photo. Joel Guy Sr., Lisa Guy, Joel Guy Jr. were all in that last family photo at that home. But yes, they were preparing to retire. Joel Guy Sr. and his wife Lisa had already purchased that home in Segoinsville, and so they were ready to make that move. You know, I'm just thinking about that. I, I, I've got to see that. Yvonne Thomas, WBIR, you got to send me that picture. I haven't seen that last family photo with everybody in it. And, you know, to Dr. Angela Arnold, psychiatrist joining me out of the Atlanta jurisdiction, I hope that my children, John, David, and Lucy, go to college locally because I want to be with them. I don't want them to go away. Of course, if they want to go away, fine. I'm not going to say anything. Yes, but, you will. Yeah, okay, you're right. I've already been saying, uh, what about this? What about that? You know, just first of mm-hmm. all, I've got to get them through middle school. That's my goal right now. Let me tell you, math and science are a challenge. But the only reason, I hope you're sitting down. You may need to lay down for this one, Dr. Angie. Mm-hmm. The only reason, correct me if I'm wrong, Yvonne Thomas, don't be afraid. The only reason Lisa Guy kept working is to support her son. Joel Guy Jr. Now, this guy is 28 at the time, had been going to college at LSU for about a decade. He says he's working, he's studying to become a plastic surgeon. I've looked and looked and looked. I don't see that he's in med school. I think he's taken 10 years to get through his undergrad, Mm -hmm. not judging. It took my brother, I think, how many, six or seven years. He'd take off a a quarter and he'd work. Then he'd go back. Then he'd go back. He finally finished. So not judging. It could be any number of things, reasons why. But he was the only reason she kept working to support him. For all I, I, from what I can tell, he's never held down a job. He's 28, almost and 29. okay with that. What human being is okay with that, Nancy? I don't know. When I moved out, I never asked my parents for another penny. Oh, when I bought my, my first house, I asked them. They offered to give me a down payment, and I paid them back pronto. But wow. 20, almost 29 years old? Never held down a job? What is that? Well, he certainly was enjoying, I mean, I think it's lazy. I think that he doesn't have any drive inside of him. And he had become very accustomed to this. I wish that I knew some other things about about his past and, and how he lived and how he was taken care of. But they are just aiding and abetting some very hey, bad hey, 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 hold on about blaming the I blame the victim. The dad wasn't supporting him. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. 
For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about the deaths of a mom and dad, how the whole thing happened at Thanksgiving. The whole family gathers in this beautiful mansion. They do the turkey. They do the dressing, the cranberry sauce, the whole nine yards, the family photo. And then the following Monday morning, Lisa, the mom, doesn't show up for work. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Yvonne Thomas, WBIR, but didn't we just say that needing to retire, sell the house, and move to the mother-in-law's house? They were retiring, right? They were finally quitting work. That was the plan, right, Yvonne? Yes, absolutely. That was the plan. So much so that this was Lisa Guy's last week of work. She was retiring. Joel Guy Sr. was already retired, but this was the last week of work. And she had been hanging in there to support the adult son who had never done a lick of work. Their retirement and their move to a smaller home was not to be. Remember, her boss, Jennifer, knew something was up when Lisa didn't show up for work. And after multiple calls to Lisa's home and cell with no answer, she had police go do a welfare check, which they did. Take a listen to our friend Madison Keevy at WATE-TV. Before he's even inside the house, Detective Jeremy McCord is on guard. The door was warm. There was some kind of strange odor that, that I observed. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I verbalized it. I know that it was more or less uh, just a feeling sensation, uh, feeling very odd or something ominous about it. There were vehicles in the driveway. Nobody was answering the door, and it, it was an odd situation. The door in the garage opens. They announce themselves. 
were hit with heat, uh, were hit, uh, and again with this strange odor. Um, there is a pot on the stove, a, a large pot that um, it, you can tell that the stove is on, the stovetop and the oven are on because of all the heat coming from that area, and it's it's very uh, it's very odd. You are hearing uh, Knox County Sheriff's Detective Jerry Jerry McCord describing coming up to the guy home, and it was incredibly hot, and there was a very odd smell that he couldn't identify. To Dr. Tim Gallagher, a medical examiner for the entire state of Florida, Dr. Gallagher, it's, it's wonderful to talk to you, as always, although we somehow always end up talking about dead people. Dr. Gallagher, you know, I've told people before, when you smell a dead human body, you never, you know what it is instinctively. Well, what is that? What makes a human body different in death? Well, you know, you're correct about that, Nancy. It's a smell that you'll never forget. And as a matter of fact, when I did my uh, tours through the high schools, I would bring them to the decomposition room <laughs> and have them smell the actual scent of a decomposing body. And Good that is times. something that stays with them for years and years. You know, I remember going to multiple homicide scenes and actually having rookie cops I see them start vomiting I mean not the sight they hadn't even seen the sight yet but the smell of decomp now what's interesting here is you've got a seasoned detective Jeremy McCord this is not his first time at the rodeo but he cannot identify the smell and I know a seasoned detective I mean when you get to detective Stephen Lampley uh, you're a PI but Long story short, you have to be a beat cop, and then you uh, work you work your way up through the ranks of police or sheriff before you become a detective. Isn't that right, Stephen? Normally, Nancy, yes. You have to spend your time on the street, uh, which by department varies. In my case, it was three years before you could be promoted to really anything. Uh, beyond a street officer at that, you know, at that time. Yeah, so this guy's already a detective, so I'm pretty sure he's seen his share of dead bodies. But he says it's an unusual, odd smell that he couldn't yet identify. So what is it? What more do we know? Take a listen again to our friend Madison Keevy at WATE-TV6. I get in front of everybody and start clearing the stairwell to, to try and get a, an eyeball of what's above us. McCord says there are signs things aren't right. During this time, there's a dog that's barking. And the dog will bark and bark and bark, and then the dog stops barking. That was odd to me. Most dogs, when they bark and you're in their territory, they continue barking. Walking through this house, something he says he'll always remember. It's terrifying because you don't know if somebody needs some help. I mean, it's just an odd situation. There's nothing downstairs that I'm observing that, that makes sense to me. To Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor, author Red Flags, and host of Live with Dr. Wendy, KCBQ. You know, Wendy, I've heard it a million times, and I've felt it myself on multiple crime scenes and in other places. You get a feeling. This cop sees, this detective sees cars, Cars parked in the driveway, but nobody comes in to the door. He hears a dog howling and barking plaintively, but then stops and starts again. The place is burning up hot. The stove is on. The oven is on. The heat is on. Something is very wrong, but he doesn't know what it is yet. 
Have you ever gotten that feeling on a crime scene, Wendy? You know, isn't that the truth, Nancy? Because we, we sell ourselves short with respect to all the different experiences we bring to the scene. You know, we come in already trained by virtue of all the cases we've already done, all the things we've already read and heard about, and having been alive for as many years as we have, that we can tell when something's wrong instinctively, even, Nancy, if we can't put our finger on exactly why we have the feelings we do. We can imagine how much more significant that is the number of years a trained detective has been on the police force. So that's absolutely right. Somebody comes in and smells and hears and perceives all the different types of things that lead them to the conclusion that something terrible happened here. Now i got to find out what it is. I think of uh, our minds like a computer, a giant computer, and we walk into a crime scene and we are processing so many clues at once that our mind may not embrace what all we're processing. Listen. Mrs. Guy's head was found in a, uh, a large pot in liquid in the kitchen. Um, the, the liquid in the pot um, had a slightly different character to it than the liquid in uh, the plastic tubs. It, it didn't have the strong chemical odor. It had a slight odor of decomposition, but it did not have the chemical odor like the, the bins upstairs did. And the skin that remained, the skin and flesh that remained on her scalp was different. It did not have um, the um, intact. In other words, the skin looked like it had heat artifact or what we call thermal artifact as opposed to a chemical artifact. The hair was still there as well. Dr. Tim Gallagher, we need you now more than ever. Medical examiner, state of Florida, thermal artifact versus chemical artifact. I think I know what that means, but explain it to me. In regular people talk, please. Well, thermal artifact is a burn. So when you're exposed to heat, flame, etc., you know, it is an actual burn created by heat, whereas a chemical artifact is also considered to be a burn, but it's more of a dissolving type softening burn, whereas the heat artifact is a leather-like or very firm uh, texture to the skin that occurs after it's been exposed to radiating heat. Tell me that one more time. One is leather-like, and that... Well, if you're... Right. The skin will take on a leather-like consistency, or it'll feel like leather, if it, if the body is exposed to fire, or that or a right. fire heat source. So that would be a thermal artifact. And then a chemical artifact or a chemical defect would be one where the skin is being dissolved dissolved by the chemical, whatever that chemical may be, acid or, a, or alkali or, or something to that effect. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off Select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses 
and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. This mother, Lisa Guy's head, severed head, is in a pot on the stove cooking. That's what we're talking about. Uh, Let's take a listen to Dr. Amy Hawes, the medical examiner. Take a listen. Like Mr. Guy, uh, Mrs. Guy was also dismembered. Uh, there were some differences uh, in the uh, degree to which she was dismembered and the way she was dismembered. Her head was uh, completely severed from her body. Um, her arms were disarticulated at the shoulders and her legs were disarticulated at the knees. So in comparison to Mr. Guy, who had his legs disarticulated at the hips, Mrs. Guy's um, legs were at the knees. So her, her thighs were still intact. Her thighs were still attached onto her body, but her head was completely severed and her arms were completely severed. Much like Mr. Guy, the skin of her back was still relatively well-preserved um, compared to her front, where there was almost no skin left. And just thinking about this woman as a person, Lisa Guy. She worked her whole life as an engineer, had two girls and a boy, raised them, was married to one person her whole life. And just as she is set to finally stop working and enjoy the rest of her life, well, there's no nice way to put it. Her head ends up in a stew pot on the stove. But what about her husband? Listen to Dr. Amy Hawes. The first thing to note with Mr. Guy is um, his remains had been dismembered. The arms had been removed at the shoulders. The legs had been removed at the hips. His head was completely skeletonized and there was some area uh, of defect of the bone of the, the forehead. Um, the, the bone in that area was in such poor um, condition that it was impossible to tell whether that was from the chemicals in which the, the skull had been or whether it was from blunt trauma. Um, 
there was skin remaining primarily on the back of Mr. Guy, approximately from his lower neck around his buttocks, and the remainder of the skin was gone. The remainder of the skin had been dissolved by chemicals, and with the skin being gone, it basically exposed bare muscle. Is it the work of a madman, or is it highly planned? Someone that is in complete control of all their faculties? Listen to what else we learn about the body of the dad, Joel Guy Sr. On the skin of his back, he had what I identified as 34 sharp force injuries. And sharp force injuries are either stabs or cuts. These sharp force injuries, uh, again, extended from um, up near about the area of his shoulder down to his buttocks. They were on both sides. The wounds ranged from about one inches in length to about seven inches in length. And the maximum depth was about six inches. Associated with these stab wounds, I identified injuries to the liver, lungs, and kidneys, and ribs. Again, there likely was more uh, because of the dismemberment process. Uh, it was some of the uh, cuts, it was difficult to tell if it was part of the dismemberment process or actually a sharp force injury that occurred while Mr. Guy was still alive. She mentioned 34 sharp force injuries to Mr. Guy's back. He had a total of 42 stab wounds to his body. And his wife suffered 31 stab wounds to her body. The work of a madman, someone insane, or was it highly planned? First to you, Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner, joining us out of the state of Florida. Uh, many of us have seen Dexter and other similar uh, shows on television or cable where it seems like a piece of cake to dismember someone. It's not that easy, Gallagher. Not at all. Explain. Oh, certainly not. Um, you know, this is a process that'll take uh, someone who's uninitiated hours and hours to do, even if they know where to cut, even if they know where to cut. Uh, through the joint instead of cutting through the bone, especially if you're using uh, handheld instruments, you know, as opposed to an electric saw or something like that. But this is a process that takes quite a long time and expends quite a bit of energy. To Yvonne Thomas, WBIR 10 News in Knoxville, of course, the killer had not finished cleaning up the scene because it's my understanding when law enforcement goes in, they find a severed hand in the upstairs exercise room, just lying there. They absolutely did. And how terrifying can you imagine that being? See hands not attached to a body in a room, surrounded by blood, blood splatter, pools of blood on the carpet. I'm just trying to take that in. And of course, as law enforcement goes in, they don't know if the killer is still in the home. You hear a dog barking at the dis in the distance and have no idea what you're walking into and you see a severed hand in the exercise room and a head and neck boiling on the stove. It's almost incomprehensible to us talking. You know, we're, we're looking at it as trained 
analyzers of fact. That's what all of us on the panel do. We're lawyers, we're prosecutors, we're a medical examiner, a psychiatrist, a detective. But I wonder how this strikes a layperson. Now, it's been argued that whoever did the deed must be insane. But what about a notebook? A notebook that is found in a backpack in the back bedroom of the home. Listen to Leslie Nazios. Flush chunks down toilet, not garbage disposal. No evidence, ladies and gentlemen, that, uh, that he did that. Uh, but the next line, get plastic sheeting for disposal process. There is evidence that there was plastic sheeting at the scene on the bed uh, where Joel and Lisa Guy slept. Get hollow point bullets just in case. Will be seen buying bullets. Just use computer room gun. Check to make sure there are bullets. Last resort. There were no gunshot wounds to the victims. He's not alive to claim her half of the insurance money. All mine. $500,000. What more do we know in that notebook full of detailed instructions about how to commit the double murder? Listen again to Leslie Nazios. Bring blender and food grinder. Grind meat. Well, we will not show you that he did grind any meat, but we will show you that he brought a blender and that in his vehicle that was searched after his arrest in Baton Rouge, he did have a food processor in the trunk. Get bleach, denature proteins. Well, there was bleach, several tubs of bleach in the kitchen. Get plastic bin for denaturation process. And uh, I guess that's, uh, that means for dissolving uh, your parents. Does not matter where they're killed. Just get rid of bloody spots to prevent evidence of time of death. Not the mattress or couches. Get rid of bodies inside the house. There and my DNA already there. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. 
Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about the death and dismemberment of two wonderful people, loving parents, grandparents, Lisa Guy and Joel Guy Sr., set to retire, leave their jobs, start a new life together. There was only one fly in the ointment. Lisa had been supporting her grown son, who had spent nine years at LSU, never held down a job, and still didn't have a degree. That was the only reason she had kept working. What more does the notebook reveal that was found in a back bedroom in a backpack? Listen. They found the notebook. And in the notebook, there was a, a writing. And I want to go through it with you a little bit because uh, it's kind of hard to see like this. But we'll start from the first line. Get killing knives. Quiet. Multiple. Get carving knives to make small pieces. Get sledgehammer. Crush bones. And of course, there were multiple knives found at the scene. You will hear uh, there was a knife in the guest bathroom, a knife in the sink, in the master bathroom. The crime scene, horrific. The crime scene techs having to wear hazmat outfits. Back to our friend Yvonne Thomas, WBIR 10 News. When police come into the mansion, they very quickly see two blue tote tubs full of chemicals. What else are in the tubs? (sighs) Full of chemicals and body parts of Lisa Guy and Joel Guy Sr., Even a torso was found in one of those bins. What can you tell me, Yvonne Thomas, WBIR, about the mother, Lisa Guy's cell phone set to send a text or phone call a few days later, such as on Sunday or Monday? Yes, the phone was set to send a text message phone call or so to her son, Joel Guy Jr. Who by that time was in Baton Rouge. Yes. It's all fitting together for me because he is there over Thanksgiving weekend. He is about to be cut off financially. The mom is finally quitting work. He's going to have to fend for himself. 
someone sets mom's phone to text him or call him in Baton Rouge, thereby Stephen Lampley, detective and author, setting up an alibi for him in Baton Rouge when he picks that phone up, right? That's true, Nancy, but unfortunately, apparently he's not smart enough to know that that can all be traced back and figured out. Uh, I guess his intent was to commit the perfect crime, but he wasn't smart enough to do that. If that was him that did this, that committed the crime himself. And another note that I noticed when they were reading off the uh, the notebook uh, that he said in in his writings, it says that my and their DNA is already this uh, perpetrator's DNA be on the scene already. So that tells me that this is somebody in the family or a friend of the family who has been to this home before. You know, it tells me to Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor, author of Red Flags, timing is everything. I believe that the son, Joel Guy Jr., 32 years old, had planned to be in Baton Rouge to pick the phone up, have, you know, a fake conversation with his mother who's dead, then go back to the scene. Uh, See, he's in Baton Rouge. The scene is in Knoxville retrieve his notebook, finish cleaning up the scene, because in the list of things to do, it said to take his mom's nails and scratch his dad's arm to get dad's DNA under her fingernails. So clearly he was setting up the scene. What he didn't count on, I think, Wendy, is that the security, the welfare check, would happen before he could get back to get that notebook. That's what I think happened, Wendy. His timing was off. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. You know, this in this kind of a community, they were very vigilant, learning when somebody was missing, being concerned. And a timeline in and of itself sometimes is the deciding factor for a jury, being able to put everything in a line and see somebody's mental processes as they go through. And here, this homicide journal, as with other cases, notebooks speak volumes. These silent pieces of evidence detail exactly what somebody's going to do. And in this case, it was accurate, it was corroborated, and it was consistent. And those things together are very important at this particular crime scene. You know, to Dr. Angie Arnold, Dr. Angie, Stephen Lampley pointed out that the notebook said, my DNA is already here. But mm-hmm. it, it, and he's correct, giving away who the perp is. But it also says even further identifying who else's DNA is there, but who else is going to benefit. It says assets, and it lays out the mom's assets and the dad's assets. The mom had a $500,000 life insurance policy, and it says it'll all, it'll be all mine. His words, not mine. It will be all mm-hmm. mine with dad dead or missing. So who's the beneficiary? The son, Joel Guy Jr. And he was quite the planner too, wasn't he? Yeah. What does that mean? Remember in the Robert Blake case, Blake and his henchmen had mm-hmm. these long detailed lists, got to get lie, got to get tarps, got to get this hammer, shovel, everything a killer needs. Somehow they managed to explain it away to a gullible California jury. Sorry, Wendy Patrick. But I mean, there's a certain thing. There's something to be said about over planning when you're making this meticulous list of murder to do's. Well, and also, Nancy, have you thought about that 
it might have even been giving him some sick. Oh. I see we've got another guest joining us at the canine it may variety. Have been giving him. <laughs> I, you know, I don't mind if we appeal to the canine listeners and viewership. Uh, Dr. Angela Arnold, I think you were about to say making the list. Like when I take the yes. children on, say, our RV trips or our camping trips, I make exhaustive lists because I don't want to be out in the middle of nowhere and not have what we need. But I also enjoy planning it. Well, you know, Nancy, I think, I mean, this, and I don't believe this is too far out there. I think this guy could have been getting some sort of sick pleasure out of making the list and thinking of and and thinking and brooding and plotting about what it was going to feel like when he was doing this when he was actually following following through with everything i made the very tenuous analogy to planning an rv trip how you enjoy making your list and planning what you're going to do i think you're right dr angie i think he enjoyed making this list because i've actually Mm -hmm. looked at the list and it is like single spaced pages and pages and pages am i right yvonne thomas absolutely this was not just a front and back list like you make to go to the grocery store this was details of pages on pages of things that someone had to do to get done so that this murder could actually happen. Dr. Tim Gallagher, I know you go through all these procedures and you're strictly by the book when you perform an autopsy. This guy totally dismembered two bodies. And do you know what? Do you know that the dad's limbs were almost skeletonized? He had had the body parts soaking in chemicals. His evil plan was actually working, Gallagher. Well, it could be true. I mean, uh, depending on what he was soaking them in, um, the, his, his, the bones could have, over the course of time, and we're talking about a year and a half, maybe two years, but totally liquefied. And there would be very little evidence left uh, to ascertain whether this was the person or not. You could probably use teeth information, but uh, apparently that would not be... Remember, uh, he said he had a sledgehammer to destroy what was left of the bones. But (laughs) yeah, but also he had turned the heat up, left the oven and the stove on to intensify the heat to to hasten the decomposition process. But also he had gone to extreme measures to get rid of being any semblance of identification. You'll be happy to know a jury found him guilty, no doubt about it. So when is the sentencing set to go down, Yvonne Thomas? Well, he was sentenced that day that the jury made their verdict for the first-degree murder counts. He will be sentenced on November 19th for the abuse of a corpse charges. Mm. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.